Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me Sis podcast featuring your two favorite sisters, Alex and Kyla. Welcome. Happy Friday. And first, just want to say we're so sorry that we missed last week. Um, That was not planned. If it was, we would have batched two episodes prior, but I got COVID. (laughs) Kyla got COVID. And it was one of those things where like she didn't even go into the office because she had COVID. Um, And my son obviously is three and I feel like it's been nonstop sick like one cold after the other and we were finally in a place where we weren't sick and I was like I just don't want to go through it again mind you now he's sick again so yeah but also it wasn't even just that like I literally couldn't oh yeah no I energy. just didn't have the energy yeah like I was really how was it, that by the way it okay it's just like honestly at this point it's just like having like a, a common cold or a flu but um it was it was like on and off chills then fever i like i just felt like i had like a constant headache i was coughing sneezing i like didn't really have much energy i mean covid regardless i wouldn't even want that even if it was just a flu yeah exactly so it was like it wasn't even just because i had covid i was just like not really not feeling well and like the last thing i wanted to do was i mean i couldn't even find energy to get up at some points like I was literally just a vegetable on my couch like I tested positive on a Friday and like that weekend I was home all day every day on my couch like I wasn't really moving much it was just the hardest thing about it was just like my lack of energy yeah like like I just wanted to lie down and like watch movies Oh, so And, like, hard. have my head on something <laughs> soft, you know? What? I was like, oh, so hard. <laughs> I mean, like... But when you're not feeling good, it's I not was fun. going a little bit stir-crazy, though, being stuck, yeah. like, at home. Especially because you're active, right? Yeah, I like going out. I like doing things. I like working out. I like to be in different places. I like being home, too, and having, like, my alone time and relaxing and just, you know... What's it called? Um, regaining my energy but like after a certain amount of days too where you're just laying at home doing nothing i was like jesus christ this is like this is worse than like having a fever oh yeah because you're like kind of feeling better at that point but you are still testing positive yeah and but it wasn't even that i was still testing positive like i i only took three tests the last test i ended up taking was when my symptoms were pretty much gone okay and it was negative but it was more just like even if I like I don't even care if I test positive or negative at this point I just feel like shit yeah you know it's funny because um Kyla got it at our Thanksgiving and no one else got it except for our other cousin the one who I don't know I don't to be honest I don't think um you got I it caught from it from our Thanksgiving like I was around a bunch of people that had COVID oh, that and, I only yeah. found out about after like I didn't know right but regardless like Personally, 
I'm not paranoid about COVID at all. I don't care if you're yeah. sick, you're sick, regardless if it's COVID. Yeah, like I don't want to get sick. It's just more like I know some people like do still get uncomfortable with COVID because it's either like they have a weak immune system or they they have a loved one that has a weak immune system. So it's more like to make like, sure that they're un- not uncomfortable. But like even if you had a cold, you shouldn't go around someone that... I know, I know, but like I keep that part to myself. Oh, I see. Like I don't say anything. It's just more for me. It's like if I'm sick, I'm just not going to go anywhere close, anywhere near someone who has like a newborn or there's an elderly person, or I just don't want to get, you know, anyone sick, regardless. But you know, having a toddler who he's not in daycare, but he's always we're always doing activities, and he's he has playdates like almost every single day with kids that are in daycare. So he gets all the daycare germs. Thankfully, knock on wood, he hasn't gotten that hand, foot, and mouth. Oh my god, I really hope I didn't just jinx that. Knock Why wood. is that going around? Well, it's just like I don't know if it's going around currently. It's just like the gross, the most gross one. I mean, obviously gastro is awful, but like hand, foot, and mouth, it lasts a long time. It's like get blisters in your mouth, your hands, uh, like literally on your feet that are like they hurt, and you get fever. Like it's just not fun. And I just don't, like, my friend said it was just awful when her kids had it. So, it's just gross. Like, I don't want that. I don't want Arky to suffer from that, you know? Even with cold, it's hard because he has a hard time sleeping. He's such a cougher, like, Dan and I. So, like, at night, he's up, like, every hour to two hours just coughing his head off. And, like, they have to go and give him water. It's like, ugh. Oh, my God. So, I mean, he just, he's finally at the end of this cold now. And I'm like, okay, we have a trip coming up. We are going to be doing a mini quarantine the week leading up to it. Because I'm like, Dan, we are not getting sick for this trip. Yeah. Like, there is no way. Like, I just don't, I don't want to be sick on a trip. You're going with Arky too, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, nope, we're not going to do our gymnastics class right before. We're not going to do the music class. We're not going to be seeing any kids that are in daycare. Um, just for the week leading up to this trip and then we can go back to normal life when we yeah. get back yeah so it's makes sense so that's your life update i guess <laughs> you're feeling good now though? uh yeah i feel completely fine i feel like i just feel very like tired recently yeah yeah like i it's very hard for me to like have energy to do things like motivation wise or just like physical uh i guess maybe motivation i don't know what we were just talking about but um the battery life thing died on our recording device anyways regardless we are happy to be back it is honestly so nice to like chill and talk yeah sometimes i like forget that we're recording a podcast but i do have to say there are moments where because i don't want to talk about too many personal things on here but so like I forget sometimes that we're recording and then I'm like, wait a minute, I can't talk about that or oh, I can't really? tell you that because then it's like public. Yeah. You know, so it's almost like I wish there was a way where we could like people could listen in on this, that it wouldn't get out to other people, you know, like the people who listen to the podcast are just our friends. Does that make sense? Yes. But like, I don't know what you're referring to right okay, now. Okay. So let's say a situation happens to us that we would tell our friends about you yeah. know but I'm not going to necessarily go on social media and talk about it because it's just not appropriate to like but the people that listen regularly I feel like they're our friends yeah 
So I wish I could say things on the podcast because I feel like I would want to talk to my friends about it. Yeah. But I can't because anyone can listen and it can get out there. Yeah. And so there are times that I have to like think about the fact that, oh, wait, I'm still, I am recording this podcast and I should be a bit more sensitive over the things I'm talking about and just yeah. more aware. I get that. What made you think of that? Well, just because I, a story had popped into my head that I was going to be like, oh, I'll, I'll say it. And then I'm like, wait a minute. No, I can't say it because I'm okay. on the podcast. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay, wait, what can I talk about again? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the whole point of this episode is going to be about relationships because I know you guys have really been wanting us to talk about this and we have touched on it in previous episodes, just like thoughts on you know relationships when it comes to romantic ones platonic ones friendships uh family all that kind of stuff but to have a fully dedicated episode to that we have not done yeah um and we were a bit apprehensive well i was a bit apprehensive like my sister messaged me the other day and she was like a lot of people a lot of our listeners want like us to talk about relationships and you know our experiences and like giving advice for like how to get in one how to keep one how to get over someone and initially I was like I mean I'm not really comfortable talking about that because I'm just like not I'm just not an expert with that you know so it's like it almost feels a little bit like why would I I mean I know I've already done this in the past and this is why I have this opinion now because sometimes like I'll come across a podcast that we recorded in the past and I'll I be I'll be listening to things that I'm saying and I'm like I'm talking about this like as if I'm a professional but I'm not but people know that and we're like their big sisters I know but like still so like initially I was like it's just it makes me kind of uncomfortable like I don't really want to talk about that because I'm just not a professional and like I don't really know what to say like if someone were to come to me for relationship advice I would literally be like at the end of the day you have to either talk to the person or if you want to communicate something like you can't ask for my opinion because it has to come from you yeah you know I'm very much but that is that approach but that is advice I guess yeah yeah well that's what I that's the type of advice that like I give to like people around me but I feel like going on a podcast and like talking about it and like telling people like I don't know I just like it just feels like I feel like a phony I think it makes sense for first of all the fact that you're being honest about that a lot of people wouldn't even do that they would just like give advice without even yeah thinking twice about it so I, I do really think it's great that you're saying that um And this is what I told my sister when she had told me that she's like, oh, I don't know if I want to talk about that. I said, it's not just romantic relationships, though. Like, we have gone through in our life, we've gone through different relationships, relationships, platonic and not platonic, that have come and gone, that we've worked on. Like, we have experiences. You don't have to just, like, think of it only as romantic. So I think relationships in general. Yeah, but I think relationships, I'm also talking about relationships in general when I say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that it's, it's one of those like topics that it's very subjective and I think that it depends on you, depends on the situation, it depends on the person. Yes. Um, And this obviously, we, like Kyla said, are not professionals. We could be like your big sisters and we can talk about stuff that we have done in the past and things that have worked for us and things that haven't worked for us 
And maybe that can be helpful for you to just have that voice in the back of your head that maybe you're on the fence about doing something and then you hear our experience or our thoughts and it might make you feel like, oh, oh, actually, that is a really good idea. Or maybe I will try that. Yeah. Or, oh, I was going to do this, but now knowing that, you know, it didn't work for them, maybe, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sometimes it can be helpful. By the way, I'm not forcing Carla to make this episode (laughs) no i ended up telling her like if like if you think that it's like i was like maybe i'll just say this what i just told you on the podcast and i'll just like be honest be honest about it you know um but yeah like what was what were uh the question not not that people were writing in but like you wrote you elaborated on yeah so i had sent kyla a little thing um so the main stuff that i was seeing is like relationships, how to get one. So romantic and how to get a romantic relationship um, and then relationships in general, how to keep them platonic versus romantic and then dealing with toxic relationships and what we would do in that situation. So I guess we could start off by saying like how to get one. <laughs> how to get a romantic relationship. I mean, I guess friendship See, too. like I don't have an answer for that. Uh, I don't know. Dating apps? I don't know. Okay. This is what I told Kyla too. Just because I'm in a relationship doesn't mean I'm an expert because prior to Daniel, I did not have very good experiences with romance. Yeah. Plus you've been with the same guy for so fucking long. Like you, I'm not saying this in like yeah. a condescending way, but like you really have no experience I know. when it comes to dating. Well, that's a thing. And like. But you, I still feel like I could have advice even like, though I'm not. But you you know, you hear stories of like people that are single, but it's, it's different. Like this is the thing. Like I find that when you're single and you have, um, you know, either family members or friends that are in relationships that give you advice and they're there for you and everything. It's like, you still really appreciate it. But at the end of the day, it's like, they don't know. Like you just don't know what it's like to be single in today's day and age. Only that only applies to people that have been in a relationship for like a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, but so it just like feels better to talk to someone that is actually single and gets it, especially if they're the same age as you. And like you could actually relate. That's why I feel like things. you're the perfect person to talk about this because you are currently going through it. But my honest answer is I don't know how to get into a romantic relationship. I think that like for me personally – like do you need to the guy to make the first move is that like yeah that's the type of person i am okay so that would be one of your things is like you need i need the guy to make the first move i need the guy to be um assertive Mm -hmm. know what he wants but also check off a lot of things on my boxes right right um and my biggest pet peeve is when people are like, well, maybe you should lower your standards. Oh. And it's like, <laughs> do you even know what's out there? Like, no, I don't. It's so like, I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah. Like I, I don't have advice. I don't know what to say. I think my main advice was, would be before you start any kind of relationship, figure out yourself first. I think, when you're so confused and so lost and so kind of impressionable and desperate like for for something it's it's hard to get into a relationship when you're in that situation 
Does that make sense? But see, I have to disagree with that because yeah. I feel like so many people have these opinions about like, you should do this before you get into a relationship. You should do this. You should do that. Like at the end of the day, you could be someone that's impressionable and, you know, still confused about who you are as a person and stuff. But like you could meet someone that's amazing. That is true. And get into a relationship with them and it could work. Yeah. You know, like I don't think there's any recipe for what you should and shouldn't do. Of course, if you're working on yourself and and figuring out who you are as a person and stuff, like that's never, always a good yeah, thing. It's, it's never, never really a bad, bad thing, but I just find that everyone has such everyone has an opinion about dating and what you should and shouldn't do, but at the end of the day, you just need to do what you think is right for yourself and always follow your gut. But what if people don't know what to do? Like, is this because I've been seeing a question like this a lot, like how to how to get her to a, into a relationship. And I'm like, literally, I don't know because there's dating apps, right? Like, that's a big thing nowadays. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that go on dating apps that like they aren't even looking for a relationship. They're literally just looking to meet people and have a good time. So how do you know? You, maybe you just have to be honest with what you're looking for right off the bat. Oh. I don't know. God, it's so it, honestly like because people are always like, well, how did you and Dan start dating? I'm like, we were 21. I knew him my whole life. It just I just don't think there's any answers. And, no. and I in my personal opinion, I don't even want to say what you should or shouldn't do. And if you don't know what to do, like at the end of the day, you just have to follow your gut no matter what. And if someone says, like, but how do I know if it's my gut, my intuition? Like, how do I know? Like, you will know. Like, you will know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I and you just need to do what's best for you. And if you're, if you want someone's opinion, I would, If I mean, if you could afford it, I would say find a good therapist. Because that's always very helpful. Yeah. And you know like like that's that's just honestly though kyle like that is really good advice i know it's not really advice but it is good advice because i feel like so many times i'm listening to podcasts or i'm listening to just even youtube videos where people talk about relationships and there's always like this formula that they give i hate that and i hate the saying if he wanted to he would or if she wanted to she would humans are so much more complex and layered than that yeah you could like someone very, very, very much, like low-key be in love with the person. But if you really can't be in a relationship, you yeah. can't be in a relationship. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I feel like we're sounding a little bit like Debbie Downers, but that's not what we're meaning at all. What I think we're trying to get across is that there is no formula Every situation is so different. Every person is so different. So and like humans are complex. Like I really just think like, I don't know, like, you know, I've even experienced it myself where I've met someone that I really, 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 really liked. Mm -hmm. But I knew deep down if he ever asked me to be his girlfriend, this was a really long time ago. Yeah. But I knew deep down if he ever asked me to be his girlfriend, I would say no because of my own issues. Right. Right. Which is like really self-aware. Most people aren't that self-aware. But it's like it just goes to prove that like that saying 
yeah doesn't exist yeah because you like people are making yeah. everything so black and white like no every every single human has past trauma things they're currently working on yeah things going on in their life their own personalities how they deal with things like it's just not a it's just not a thing i just don't agree with it wow and i've never really thought about it much before and i remember you had sent me this thing on instagram a while ago and it was just explaining how people are so complex and like how there's these really popular sayings like the one you just said like if he wanted to he would um and how that's not necessarily a good thing to just think because yeah Yeah. some people that is true and some people it's not yeah because like i always heard that growing up right if this person wanted to be with you they would make the time to be with you yeah and maybe when you're in high school yeah but not when you're in your late 20s early 30s and you have multiple relationships in the past or you just have like you said traumas and personality issues and things you're working on a different life like everyone's work schedule is different everyone wants different things like there's so much that goes into it it's not just like you're dating in high school for fun yeah because how to get a boy to date you in high school i i literally would not know because i but also Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline high school is so different from exactly like now. so i'm pretty sure people that are asking for this advice is like they are older and it is more like a serious relationship yeah but i think that's honestly really good advice kai yeah is to not take everything so seriously and so literally and like be careful who you go to for advice too because like this is like you have to look at the people around you like if I were them would I like would I want the same kind of life as this person do I like this person's partner like husband or or boyfriend or girlfriend or wife whatever so like the advice that they're giving me like and it's not to say that this person is wrong with what they're saying but like you have to also think of it in terms of like okay, but also, like, you're giving me this advice, but if I were in your shoes, I would not be with that person because, yeah, you know. X, Y, and Z. Exactly. But, and this is what I say to everyone in my life. The more people you ask advice from, like, the more uh, thoughts that you hear, the more it clouds your judgment. Yeah, exactly. Because then you're actually not thinking from your gut, like Kyla said. You're thinking, like, oh, I felt this way, but now this person's saying this and that person's saying that, and now I'm all confused with what I'm feeling. And it's okay to talk about your feelings and what's going on in your life with people, but the more people you ask advice from, that's when it gets confusing. Yeah, exactly. Because then it's like, you're not actually trusting yourself anymore. Um, And then the next point is, okay, now you're in a relationship. And how do you keep that relationship? Like, how do you keep it going? How do you keep the love there? How do you keep the passion there? And I was listening to a podcast recently where the girl talked about how in her therapy session, her therapist was saying how every um, relationship, romantic relationship, there's like three main things that 
the relationship needs to have in order for it to like succeed full time. And again, it's like the formula, whatever, everything is different. Everything's complex, but like typically generally to be honest, it's like, I hear that. And then I'm almost like, like, who did you hear this from? It was it, a podcast. It was a podcast. They were saying that like their therapist had said this to them because they oh, were struggling okay, in a okay. relationship. So this therapist was like, okay, she's so like, they heard it from a professional. Yes. And the professional okay. was like a counseling, like she does like couples okay so like she deals with a lot of relationships that's like her specialty and okay. she was like there's passion there's on or trust and then there's oh, what was the other one it was like um intimacy so in a lot of relationships you'll have like a lot of passion and a lot of let's say trust but then no intimacy or sometimes the how do you the, have passion but no intimacy because passion can be it doesn't have to be intimate like it doesn't have to be sex you can be passionate about someone in like so many other ways right oh okay i get that so it's like you could be like you could really really like care person, about someone yeah. and like the person but like them. as a as a friend or like no you wouldn't want you're already in them. a re- romantic relationship Okay, like you're in the relationship. Okay. But this does happen to a lot of couples, especially over time. Like you lose one of them, right? Okay, yeah. And and then a lot of times you'll have the intimacy and the passion, but then no trust because and that's usually when people cheat or they're unfaithful, yeah. whatever. And then or sometimes you'll have intimacy and trust, but no passion. So like you'll have sex, whatever, but there's not like there's no spark, there's no fire. And I'm not saying that like if you're losing that, that means your relationship's awful. It just means that it, it, you it's a, a thing that you can work on to yeah. bring the relationship back to life and that's normal so if you're in this relationship and you want to make sure that like you like this person you want this to be long term like this is your person whatever like okay how do I continue this relationship number one obviously as uh like obvious as this is communication yeah <laughs> like duh yeah but like actually communicate things and but but not only communication, I feel like what goes hand in hand with with communication is also being able to like fully like understand the, the other person as well. Yes. Because yes. yeah, you you have to be able to communicate, but you also have to be willing to take to it, take it yeah. and like really listen and really try to understand like the other person as well. And the biggest piece of advice that Dan and I got in couples therapy was when someone is bringing a situation to you, they're telling you like this, you said this or this happened and like it really hurt my feelings. That is about them now. Don't start bringing up situations that they've done that hurt you to make it even or to be like, well, I only did that because you did this. It's like, no, they're talking about this feeling right now. In this moment, you focus on them and their feeling. And another moment can be about you. Yeah. Because I that used to happen. I mean, this is so like specific to me and Dan, but that used to happen to us a lot in our relationships. It was like we let's say Dan would be like, it really hurt me when you said that. And right away I'd be like, well, I only said that because of you because you did this. And he was like and it would frustrate him because it was like, okay, yeah, he did something that made me react a certain way. And then but like that the way I reacted really hurt his feelings. And then he was trying to communicate and approach that to me. You know what I mean? Like we just couldn't I couldn't like stick to that okay and yeah. I was like this with friends with you that's tough no I, but I've also been like that 
so like feel like with you it's like the defense yeah you get defend defensive and that was part of my bpd was like he was telling me something i did was bad so like subconsciously it's like oh that makes me all bad so like i can't be all bad because everything's black and white so like i have to explain to him that like it's not actually bad what i did it's like i did it because you did something to me and like now i'm actually good yeah it's so complex (laughs) and complicated but no but it makes sense i get that so you need to be able to communicate to your partner but also be open to hearing their point of view and then stick on that subject don't because there's also the teddy bear method where it's like when you're holding it people do this in therapy there it's like when they're holding the teddy bear it's their turn to speak and it's like their feelings and like when it's you're holding the teddy bear it's your time to speak in your feelings and it does really help because why are you laughing at it no because i'm just like imagining because like it makes sense and i'm like i'm not making fun of this yeah. whatsoever but, but like i'm just like he- imagining two grown adults like my turn to speak and like holding a teddy bear <laughs> no but it's a thing that people do in no therapy. i get that i get that and i'm not like trying to be no, insensitive no. by saying that it's, it's just, <laughs> i get it because it's hu- humans are sensitive yeah we're, we are and like you know i feel bad for even laughing because as i was smiling when you were saying that there was like the part of me where i was like humans are sensitive doesn't matter your age like yeah it's just everyone has emotions mm-hmm. but then there's that other part of me i guess it's like the more like i don't know what side but i'm like laughing fucking loser (laughs) holding a teddy bear but Um, like metaphorically speaking like you're not well i mean in therapy you will hold a teddy bear let's say but like i mean you can do that too but it's kind of like okay it's my like let me speak yeah and dan does that to me he's like alex like let let me speak and then like we can talk about you later and like instantly i'm like "Ah, what the fuck but like because we've been doing it for so long now that it doesn't offend me anymore. Yeah. But I used to always have to like be right. Oh, I know. And it's. You're telling me this as if I don't fucking know. No, but it's like so hard to break that cycle. I know. So anyways, that's at least my piece of advice. And then obviously honesty. And if the partner is going to be, if your partner is going to be honest with you about something, yes, you can have a reaction to it and you can be upset, but like, if you go overboard and you go crazy and like you, you know what I mean? It's like if they feel like they can never be honest about small things because you're just going to explode, then that's when it starts to. And I'm talking about like small things, right? Like obviously if they're like, oh, I was with another girl, that's a different story. Yeah. But like, I don't even know what an example would be. I'm trying to think about like my my friends that I could be discreet with like things they've told me. Um, Like I had a girlfriend, this was years ago, where... She found out her boyfriend was lying to her and going to be going to play basketball with his boys instead of actually going to work. And she okay. was so fucking mad. And she was like, I don't understand. And at first I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's lying about that. It's like a pretty big thing to lie about. But it's because every time he would go play basketball with his guy friends, she would like guilt trip him. Be like, no, like you never hang out with me. You never see me like I want to hang out with you. But it's like he would see her. It just it wouldn't be enough for her, let's say. But for him, he's like, I never get a chance to play basketball with my boys. And like, it's my favorite thing to do. So he wanted to go do it. And he just felt like he couldn't tell her because every time he would, he would either have to bail on his guy friends or like he would feel guilty for going because she would like get mad at him. So then he just started lying about it. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's her fault at all. Like He yeah, should no. not lie. But 
that it's not like he's lying for like absolutely no reason when he no, can just be honest exactly so like it's it's things like that that like you have to also like look internally when it comes to honesty yeah and be just be you know talk about stuff like that and yeah and try not to overreact over everything and like yeah. you can be honest and say like like in that situation she could have been like I feel like my like love language is like I need I really miss you I really want to spend more time with you and then maybe he could have been like listen I agree I want to do something with you for sure like let's make a date let's do this let's spend the whole day together on this day but like tonight I really want to go play basketball with my boys like it's something that is in me too that I want to do for myself you know because we're all humans and individuals not just partners yeah um and then the other thing was sorry um platonic versus romantic i don't even think we need to talk about that yeah me neither dealing with toxic relationships um don't stay with them <laughs> yeah just get out <laughs> as a matter if it's, it's like a as if it's so easy ro- romantic or friendship like just buy it's harder when it's family like that's when it's hard right <laughs> Yeah, that is really hard. I guess, like, my only piece of advice for that would be um, you could really just never control anyone else. You can only control yourself, which is, like, so much easier said than done. Well, it's true, though. But that's really the only piece of advice that I can give for that. And I have to say that when it comes to toxic relationships we need to figure out the word toxic here because i've been in situations where friends have talked about like a toxic person in their life and it's like they'll tell me the situation and i'm like in my head i'm thinking that's not toxic (laughs) like not that it's not mean what the person did but it's not toxic yeah you know so i think that word is thrown around quite often and very loosely yeah because cutting someone out of your life because they're toxic there's a difference between someone disagreeing with you and then you think they're toxic. Yeah. Or having a difference in a, of opinion than actually doing something detrimental to you. Yeah. For your well being. I agree. And yourself. So as long as we're all, all on the same page over toxicity here, I think when it comes to a relationship, when you're emotionally involved with somebody, it is so, so hard to get yourself out of that. When you are emotionally invested in something, it's very hard to see clearly. Like there have been so many times where I have heard friends talk about their literal toxic relationships. And I'm like, how do you put up with this? Like genuinely, how do you put up with this? I know. But I have to remember that like they are so attached to this person emotionally that they literally cannot see logically at all. Like they cannot see... And eventually when they do break up, which always ends up happening, whether or not it's the girl, sometimes the toxic person breaks up with them and then they see clearly and they're like, how the fuck did I not see that? And you just have to be ready for it, you know? (laughs) What? Like you, you just have to be like ready to see things. Oh, right. Because I think at the end of the day, like, you know, deep down. Do you though? I feel like sometimes people are blinded. Maybe. I guess I guess that's just me, like, thinking of things, like, how I am. Right. Because I always know when I, like, anytime I've, I've had, like, a friend or, like, a relationship that th- and things were toxic. Yeah. I always knew. You just would deny it? I was just, like, I didn't, I wasn't ready to, I guess, cut the cord yet. 
why why would you stay though like i actually am curious just like my own because your emotions no oh um i don't know because i always wondered that and it's something that is so common with people it's like you'll i do stay. have an answer i'm just like not comfortable oh it. okay 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 you don't have to say it because it is like it's like you know yeah anyways like as much as i like people listening and and i want to be helpful you know, be helpful and stuff it's just some things are just yeah it's your life you know, it's my life at the end of the day like i am this is hard to believe because i was like an influencer for so many years and i like made videos and now i have a podcast but i'm actually a very private person i mean even in real life like in in yeah in real life too like i'm just not an open book with with many people unless yeah. like you're a very close person to me yeah i don't open up easily even then though i feel like even though when you're close to people you're still like there's parts that you choose to keep private still no uh not with me no it depends like it depends i guess on like the situation and like who i'm talking to because like you know everything right. i have a few friends that know everything you know right 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 right. it's also i think it is admirable when people are private yeah you know because i've never been like that my whole entire life i've always just i did, i don't know why i word vomit I just like like to talk and I like to talk about my life and my story. And even like as a teenager, I remember I would have friends being like, we're not going to tell you this story, Alex, because you're going to go and tell your mom. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, I'm not going to tell my yeah, mom. And you know why they knew that? Because then you'd throw it in their face. Probably you'd be like, well, my mom thinks this. Yeah. When it was actually me that thought it and probably mom too, but <laughs> it was like an easy, but also like, I told mom everything. Yeah. I just did. Yeah. And I, if I could, go, I obviously I can't go back into to- in time. That's so funny. But they're like, we're, and I'm like 14 years old. And they're like, we're not telling you or you can't come because you're going to tell your mom. I'd be like, no, I'm not. Literally would go tell her right away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those uh, memes where it's like, like, um, Okay, I'm going to tell you something, but you have to absolutely promise you won't tell a soul. And then it's like the person's face. <laughs> That's like, I promise I won't say anything. But like knowing right away, like you're going to tell your best friend. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Now, I don't do that. Yeah. No, like, you're there, not like that anymore. There are times where like, okay, there's certain situations where some, someone will say something to me that like, I don't know them very well whatever and i'm like i'm just gonna tell daniel because he's my partner i yeah. tell him everything but there are actual times where people tell me things like you've told me things i've had friends tell me things that are like you're like please do not repeat this and i genuinely don't tell him oh no i trust you because i'm like I, he doesn't need to know that i actually really trust you when it Thanks. when it comes to you know if i if i say like you can't tell anyone like it's very personal or mm-hmm. whatever like i i already know you're not gonna say anything but like if there's gossip but around remember town? that time my rear ended <laughs> and i was like don't tell daniel <laughs> wait what you're telling the podcast now <laughs> <laughs> oh my god guys this is a funny story side note okay 
me and my sister were going for dinner. I was taking her out to a really nice restaurant um, in the city for her birthday. And we were dressed really nice. My sister was wearing this beautiful dress. There was like a corset top. It was baby pink. She looked like a little ballerina. And then I was wearing this like green like two-piece set heels like our makeup and hair was done we looked really cute (laughs) and (laughs) i'm like merging onto the highway and (laughs) like to be fair the person slammed on their brakes yes the person in front of me slammed on their brakes and so i slammed on my brakes (laughs) and i freaking rear-ended this guy (laughs) so hard (laughs) And the fir- me and my sister go flying forward. Like, thankfully, the airbags didn't go off. My glasses flew off my face. Like, we weren't <laughs> we weren't hurt, and but like our asses <gasps> flew off the seat. <laughs> I look at my sister, and the first thing I say is, "Oh my god, we're gonna miss our reservation." No, the first thing I say was, "Oh my god, was that my fault?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> right away she's like yeah but i was asking that because like the guy did genuinely slam on the brakes i wasn't paying attention so i just thought you were just drove into somebody (laughs) i heard the screeching of the tires though i just didn't know it was like that's why i slammed on the brakes because the guy i saw that he was braking so i was going to break but he (laughs) like the tires made that like screeching noise it's because the person in front of him slammed on the brakes yeah and so anyways long story short my car had like barely a scratch on it and the guy's car was like fucking totaled no, but Kyla, you had to get out of the car. I had to get out of the car, and I'm wearing this, like, two-piece set with heels. My hair and makeup is done all the night. The short skirt. The and shortest this, shortest skirt ever. Yeah. That was kind of see-through in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and I get out of the car, and he's so... He barely speaks a word of English, and, like, I feel like he just, like, finished working at a construction site. He was, like, oh, dirty. Oh, no. And, like, his car... He was so nice, His though. car smelled like an ashtray, but he was, like, my car is, like, already, like, destroyed. Like, don't worry about it, and whatever. <gasps> And he was like, are you okay? <laughs> he even apologized please. to me. So that was confirmation. Like, okay, he clearly knows he was in the wrong. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> then we just get in the car and, and start driving. But the whole point of me bringing this up was like, I get back in the car and I look at my sister and I was like, don't tell Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I told him. But like, I actually also had, I think I forgot that happened. Oh my god, that was so funny. But I remember when you hit the car, we both we flew forward, our butts <laughs> came off the seat, my glasses flew off my face, and we both went, <laughs> Oh my god. Because <laughs> the seatbelt like pushed into our chest. <laughs> and I remember looking at you and my hair was like stuck <laughs> caught in my eyelash, like it was covering my face. And I was like, Was that my fault? <laughs> We're laughing because everything turned out okay. Like, thank God it could have been way worse, but and then we just went to the reservation. Oh, and my corset broke. <laughs> it folded in half. <laughs> I was like, "Fucking great!" The first time I'm gonna wear this dress, and it's broken. I'm sure your nipples. <laughs> yeah, my nipples. Oh yeah. Then we get to the restaurant, and we see my mom's friend there. No, my mom's friend's husband, and we're talking to him, and my nipples out of my dress. And I didn't notice with a broken corset. I didn't. Notice. And I had just finished rear-ending someone. We're like, "Oh my god, hi! Nice to see you." <laughs> Oh, Lord. And he was sitting at the table and I was standing. So my boob was like in his face. <laughs> Literally, my friend's dad. Cool. And then oh and then I sit down and, and you took photos of me and I realized my nipple was out. <laughs> I was like, Kyla, what the fuck? And you're like, I honestly didn't notice. 
like, well, maybe he wouldn't have noticed then. I'm dead. I'm hoping he didn't notice. Oh my god, that was such a funny night. I know. That was fun. That was a fun night. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, I was a bit traumatized after that happened because, like, I had just finished rear-ending someone in Greece, and then I come oh, yeah. back to Montreal and I, I rear-end someone again. Did we talk about this on the podcast? I don't remember. My Greece experience? No, the the Greece we the Greece one we did, but the car accident. I don't remember. There's so many times I'll be like, oh, we should talk about this. And you're like, we already filmed an episode about that. And I completely forget because we filmed so many. Yeah, but also I realized, too, that like things we talked about last year, even if we were to redo it, like I have a different opinion now. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Okay, we could do that. Like there's times where we like film an episode. We film like a subject on something. And then like I'll listen back to it. I'm like, oh, I actually think the complete opposite now. (laughs) Yeah. Good advice, Alex. I can't listen to our podcast because... There's, like, some information I've shared on the podcast, and I'm, like, cringe. Yeah, Kyla literally had to go and archive one of our reels, because she was, like, ah! I can't no, I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's so normal. Like, if I go back and watch my old YouTube videos, <gasps> I, I leave them up. I don't archive them, because it's, like, a part of me, whatever. But I'm, like, okay, everyone. Hi. So, oh, today. No, no, no. I know. Gonna... I know. But, like. Yeah. I know. <clears throat> it's, like, cringe. Yeah. Anyways, we hope you enjoyed. This is going to be a shorter episode. We're batching a few of these episodes just because I'm leaving for my trip and we're we're trying to get it all sorted prior. Um, so it is going to be a bit of a shorter one, the next few ones, but I hope you enjoyed it regardless. Next week, we're going to talk all about social media. Yeah. We're excited about that. The ins and outs, the drama, the how to make money, longevity, everything. everything. So stay tuned for that. If you enjoyed this episode or you enjoy our podcast in general, we would be so appreciative if you went and gave it a five star on apple Podcasts and spotify it's super easy and you know we leave us a nice little review leave us a nice little review and uh subscribe yeah you can subscribe to the apple podcast and that helps us you know if you want us to continue doing this it does really help with like sponsorships and stuff because uh we want to be able to up our equipment and maybe hire an editor yes that would be super nice and be able to like actually have like really good quality stuff so We love you guys and we will talk to you next week. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.